150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, Episode 1. I am your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I do every year to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list from uh, January through October, the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month. I count down from number 50 to 31. Then throughout the month of November, which about 12 years ago I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from 30 to number one, which we are at today. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. You're not losing your mind. Today is episode one. Yesterday was episode two. We've counted down from episode 50 until today, and we will take next next month off. January, we will start again season five uh, at number 50. So that's a background on the podcast for those who are new. This has been uh, a very active month for subscribers and members at the Fifth Seal page on Facebook, Evangelical Norm Network, almost every day. I've had new subscribers, and the only podcast that I have done throughout this month is uh, Persecuted Church Awareness Month, the Fifth Seal. Um, I haven't done any other of the podcasts that would draw in people. So you guys who have been with me doing this uh, year in and year out, you sending out personal invitations, which is the most effective way to get people to join us, but also liking, sharing, commenting on the videos causes the algorithm to send it out to a wider audience and we get more people who are apt to join us to see the video. Um, and so that's all due to you guys who have been with me for a long time. So thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone who has been uh, part of this podcast for as long as I've been doing it. Um, it is much appreciated. But all that being said, it is Wednesday, November 30th, and this is our update on the Persecuted Church around the world. This from Morningstar News. A Christian, tele, a Christian telecommunications worker who was abducted at Sabon Gaia on the Kaduna Abuja Highway in October was killed by the kidnappers on November 17th after they had received a ransom payment of 3 million naira, uh, which is about 6,755 U.S. dollars, for his release, his brother said. Kifas Ibrahim said his brother Obadiah Ibrahim was tortured to death and that the kidnappers have since demanded a ransom for the return of his corpse. Quote, my brother, a father of two children, was kidnapped in early October by bandits while he was out in the field checking on installations of the company he was working for, unquote, Ibrahim said. Quote, the bandits contacted us and demanded that we pay a ransom of the amount of 200 million naira which is about 450,000 U.S. dollars. But after a long process of negotiations, they reduced the ransom to 10 million naira, uh, 22,000 U.S. dollars. We were able to raise 3 million naira, but unfortunately, after collecting the money from us, they still killed my brother on November 17th, unquote. Ibrahim said the kidnappers are now demanding 10 million naira for the release of the corpse. Quote, the bandits said that if we pay them the 10... 
if we pay them 10 million era, they'll release my brother's corpse to us, unquote, he said. Quote, this is a very sad and depressing situation for us as my brother was tortured to death. As Christians, we know they can only kill the body, but not the soul, as my brother is already in fellowship with Jesus Christ in heaven. We have forgiven them and pray that they, they're convicted by the Holy Spirit so that they can repent and turn away from evil, unquote. Numbering in the millions across Nigeria and the Sahel, the Sahel predominantly Muslim Fulani comprise hundreds of clans of many different lineages who do not hold extremist views, but some Fulani do adhere to radical Islamic ideology. In the United Kingdom's all-party parliamentary group for international freedom or belief noted in a recent report. They've adopted a comparable strategy to Boko Haram and ISWAP and demonstrate a clear intent to target Christians and, and potent symbols of Christian identity. Christian leaders in Nigeria have said they believe herdsmen attacks on Christian communities in Nigeria's Middle Belt are inspired by their desire to forcefully take over Christian lands and impose Islam as decertification has made it difficult for them to sustain their herds. Nigeria led the world in Christians killed for their faith last year. From October 1st, 2020 to September 30th, 2021, at 4,650, up from 3,530 the previous year, according to Open Doors 2022 World Watch List report. The number of kidnapped Christians was also highest in Nigeria at more than 2,500, up from 990 the previous year, according to the World Watch List report. Nigeria trailed only China in the number of churches attacked with 470 cases, according to the report. So, again, here's just an outrageous story of how these uh, fundamentalist Muslims uh, kidnapped a Christian, demanded ransom, did not get the ransom they wanted, killed him anyway, and now is demanding a ransom just to return his body to the family. Um, this This is what our brothers and sisters endure in Nigeria we see you see the numbers extravagant amount of numbers of of murdered christians kidnapped christians churches attacked this is what's going on simply because they named the name of jesus christ and again in this brother's uh testimony you can see that the gospel is even there in that and he's like we forgive them we know my brother is in heaven with jesus we know that this is just the shell that he was in we forgive them and we want them to repent and turn away from their evil deeds, trust Christ and be saved. This is what the gospel is about. This is why these people are being persecuted for their faith because they know, not because they're looking for a better life, that they've come to Christ for their best life now, but that they have come to Christ because he paid the penalty for their sin and they've repented and put their faith in him. So pray for this family, the Ibrahim family. Um, Pray that somehow they are able to get their brother's body back just for the simple closure that they're looking for. And pray that, uh, just pray for all of our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. And that brings us to, excuse me, our world watch list country for today. Number one, the worst country in the world right now for Christians to live in because of their, their persecution they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ, which is Afghanistan. A few facts about Afghanistan. The region is Asia. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. The main religion is Islam. The persecution level is extreme. Population of Afghanistan is 38,914,000, of which there are only a few thousand Christians. The government is the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan, and the leader is Hibatullah Akunzada. 
what does persecution look like in Afghanistan? It is impossible to live openly as a Christian in Afghanistan. Leaving Islam is considered shameful, and Christian converts face dire consequences if their new faith is discovered. Either they must flee the country, or they will be killed. This was true before the Taliban takeover. The situation has become even more dangerous for believers this year. The Taliban will make sure that Islamic rules and customs are implemented and kept. Christian converts don't have any option but to obey them. If a Christian's new faith is discovered, their family, clan, or tribe has, its say to, has to save its honor by disowning the believer or even killing them. This is widely considered to be justice. Alternatively, since leaving Islam is considered a sign of insanity, a Christian who is converted from Islam may be forcibly sectioned in a psychiatric hospital. What has changed this year? The situation in Afghanistan made headlines around the world last year as the Taliban advanced across the country and captured the capital, Kabul, on August 15, 2021. Many Afghans fled the country and there was wide expectation that freedoms would be swiftly curtailed. For Christians, though, there were basically no freedoms to lose. Afghanistan has been number two on the world watch list for several years and Christian persecution remains extreme in all spheres of public and private life. The risk of discovery has increased since the Taliban controls every aspect of government. This extends to owning documentation, including paperwork from international troops that may help, may help identify Christians. Christians face extreme persecution wherever they are in Afghanistan. Control and supervision are stricter in rural areas than most cities, but Afghans are expected to be loyal to clan, family, and Islam across the country. Ways we can pray for Afghanistan. Please pray that the secret believers in Afghanistan, that they will be protected from the violence of the Taliban. Ask God to make Taliban leaders uphold and preserve human life, and that God would turn their hearts from hate to love. Pray for Open Doors partners supporting Afghan refugees to be filled with grace and love. Let's pray. Father, thank you again uh, that we've had every every one of these opportunities to come together 50 of them in total lord to come together to lift up our voices to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you lord we praise you that you have provided a a, a platform through social media through youtube through facebook through uh, audio podcasts that we can come together across vast distances and even across the span of time as people will be watching this video later today tomorrow weeks from now downloading the audio podcast and yet still joining their voices with ours as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. Father, we lift up the Abraham family in Nigeria. We pray that you would make a way for them to retrieve their brother's body who was so brutally uh, tortured and killed by these, these fundamentalist Muslims, these Fulani militants, Lord. We pray that as this family works towards retri retrieving their brother's body, but the Yet that their proclamation of the gospel, even in this brother's testimony, Lord, the willingness to proclaim the gospel would be seen by their by the kidnappers, by the murderers, Lord, and that way they would see the willingness to endure this kind of persecution, and that by your Holy Spirit, Father, you would move upon them, turn their hearts to they would repent and put their faith in you and trust in you, Lord, that they would be saved, and that you would use these people to, to just reach a, a wide group of, of those around them, that they would see their witness, hear their proclamation of the gospel, and come to, to repentance and faith in you, Lord. Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan, those who are living very secret lives, trying to worship you 
without being found out, without being put to death. Lord, we pray that you would protect them, that you would strengthen their faith, that you would provide some way, Lord, that believers could come together, that iron can sharpen iron, that you would raise up leaders, evangelists, pastors, Lord, that would be able to help disciple these these hidden believers in this country. Lord, and we pray that, again, that their their faith would be strong in you, that they would recognize uh, that it is because of your, your death that they are forgiven of their sins. Lord, we pray for the leadership within the Taliban. We pray for these uh, these fundamentalist Muslims that they would that they would recognize you that they would come to repentance and faith in you that they would see the situations going on Lord um, and that they would hear the gospel somehow that someone would be bold enough to proclaim the gospel to them that they would turn from their sins that they would repent and put their trust in you Lord we pray for open doors USA and all of the different parachurch groups that are working with refugees and believers in Afghanistan. Lord, we pray that you give them wisdom, make them wise as serpents and innocent as innocent as doves, Lord, as they work to advance the gospel in this, this area where it's so hard to do so, Lord, and that in all of these things that you would be glorified because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray these things, Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you guys again. 10 to 15 minutes a day is all it takes. And again, we will be taking the month of December off. We won't have any of these. Hopefully through that month, I will be able to catch up on some of the other podcasts that I do. So if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button there at YouTube at the Evangelical Norm Network. Hit that notification button and get all the content that I release there. I plan to do a whole bunch of podcasts other than this one over the next month uh, while I'm taking a break from the fifth seal and and putting those that stuff out and then next in january once the 2023 world watch list is released we will start again our countdown for season five uh counting down from 50 to number one of the worst countries uh for christians to live in based on the persecution they endure because of their faith in jesus christ thank you again for joining me to pray for our brothers and sisters and as always preach the gospel at all times use words they are definitely necessary until January, Soli Deo Gloria.